Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Wednesday, the 8th day of September, 2021. That is 9-8-2021. We welcome you to the show as we gather and kind of take a breath and reminisce about the uh, two great meets that just ended with Saratoga and Del Mar on Memorial Day Monday as we... Um, Put to bed the last some some summertime holiday weekend of 2021. And as we look ahead to the run now towards the Breeders' Cup, we welcome you to the show on this Wednesday. It is a beautiful day in our neighborhood where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from the studios over the airwaves. Sports Talk 1400 AM. Sun is shining, skies blue, ground is dry. On this, uh, this eighth day of uh, September. 2021. Going to be uh, hot today, though. We're starting out this morning here in Las Vegas, 81 degrees, 81 in Vegas. We're going to get up to 109. Now, that's the excessive heat warning area there when we get up that high. So uh, for the folks here in Las Vegas, for the folks here in uh, southern Nevada, uh, we got the excessive heat warning, so stay hydrated. Important, very, very, very important. Stay hydrated. And do it. Walk around with water. If you're outside, keep water by you all the time. Keep uh, intaking water. Because by the time you find out that you're dehydrated, too late. So keep yourself hydrated. Watch the kids, the pets, and all the elderly out there on this very hot day. Well, excessive heat day of the ninth, uh, of the ninth month here. We're already in the ninth month, eighth day here in September. So keep that in mind, you know, out there, excessive heat. All right, COVID update, we got to do that uh, here in Nevada. Now, you know, with the Labor Day weekend, uh, the report that came out yesterday covered Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Labor Day Monday. So you get a four-day report. They cluster together. So over those four days, Nevada reported 3,193 positive cases for COVID, new positive cases. You look at the number 3,000, you think, wow, that's pretty high, but you're, you're covering over four days, so that's not too bad, okay? 
Infection rate in the state of Nevada now 12.2%. Clark County uh, had 2,079 of the 3,193. And uh, our infection rate here in Clark County, where the strip, Las Vegas, and most of the population resides in the Silver State, is at 10.5%. So they're going down a little. But we had a lot of activity here over the uh, Labor Day weekend. Lots of people came up. The town was crowded. You know, casinos were full, showrooms were full, et cetera, restaurants, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll wait for the ripple effect of that with the COVID. But we are managing it. We are not uh, wiping it out, and I don't think we'll we'll be doing that for many, many years. But we're managing it, and that's what we got to do. So keep up the good work and uh, get vaccinated. That's all. All right. The hospitalizations were down a little bit, too, 1,181 folks uh, for COVID in the hospital. So that's the deal here in Nevada. But we look ahead now for the racing calendar because we wrapped up Saratoga and Del Mar on Monday. But unlike past years, like past years at Del Mar, today would be closing day. They always uh, took the uh, Labor Day weekend. Then they took off the Tuesday. Then they came back and they had their final day on the Wednesday after Labor Day. So this would be the big closing day at Del Mar no longer. They wrap it up on Labor Day. Now we go to Southern California Racing, Thoroughbred Racing, moves to Los Alamitos, and that'll start on Friday. We'll have uh, Bob Mazursky with us tomorrow to kind of preview that. We're going to be covering, of course, Los Al again with Bob Mazursky, etc. So we got uh, Los Alamitos that's going to kick in on Friday in Southern California. Now you turn to New York. Remember, New York at one time, like the Jockey Club Gold Cup, was run at Belmont Park on, a, on a, an opening big weekend of Labor Day. But now Labor Day wraps up Saratoga, up upstate New York, and the Jockey Club Gold Cup was part of the week, uh, last weekend of uh, stakes races there. Now, in New York, they wrapped it up at Saratoga on Monday. The major racing from the Empire State, which switches now to Belmont Park's championship meeting, won't start until a week from tomorrow. You have a week off now. First uh, first uh, day of racing for the Belmont Park Championship meeting is on the 16th of September. But do not fear. We have some great, great big league stakes racing going on at Kentucky Downs. Yeah, we do. Kentucky Downs. Uh, as you know, uh, that short, brief meet, uh, six-day meet, is going on right now. And uh, you could just rename it to Rosario Park because Joel Rosario, who left uh, Saratoga early, went down to uh, K- Kentucky Downs in the first two days of Kentucky Downs' operation. He's won ten races, five each, on opening and the second day of the meet. Opening day at Sunday. Kentucky Downs, Rosario won the uh, the second, the fifth, the sixth, the ninth race, the uh, Dueling Grounds Oaks with Adventuring, and then he came back and won the last race, 11th race on the card. So five wins, opening day Sunday at Kentucky Downs. Guy comes right back on Labor Day Monday, the second day of the meet, and cranks away with five more winners. Rosario won the second race at seven twenty on Monday. He won the fourth race at eleven dollars. He uh, 
won the sixth race. Um, uh, par- pardon me, he won the seventh race at 580. He won the eighth race at uh, 560. And then he comes back and wins the race with the highest purse of the day, the $1 million grade three mint million at a mile, all, all turf racing there, at a mile, with Pixelate. Pixelate wins the mint million on Monday for the fifth win of the day for Joel Rosario, 11.20 for that win, outrunning Some Like It Brown, two, Some Like It Hot Brown, which was second, and Monarchs Glen was third. So that guy is hitting on all eight, or in this case, ten. Ten races in two days. Now, I say that because Kentucky Downs is running today. And today, Kentucky Downs has $200,000 stakes races and a $400,000 stakes race. They're really pumping it out there. And that's exactly why some of the major jockeys already left uh, where they were riding at to go to Kentucky Downs to ride because the big bucks is up for grabs, like Julian Le Peru and and, uh, Brian Hernandez, who also scored a couple of wins on Monday at uh, Kentucky Downs. I would venture to say that uh, Flavian Pratt and the boys from Southern California, some of those guys would be making their way to Kentucky Downs too. So for today, they will feature um, uh, prep races for the Claiming Crown. The Claiming Crown Emerald Prep, the Claiming Crown Tiara Prep, both at 100 grand on tap for today. And the TVG stakes that goes for 400000 also today at Kentucky Downs. So while we're waiting for the Major League Racing to shift from the uh, summertime outlets of Del Mar and Saratoga, we got some pretty good stuff going on there in Kentucky at uh, Kentucky Downs. So um, it's a lot of good stuff. And we're going to have uh, Mr. Um, Rich Ang, uh, is, uh, of course, doing a Kentucky down sheet, doing rather well, I might add. As a matter of fact, uh, Richie on our Monday show gave one of two picks out of Kentucky Downs, and that was a winner. He gave out the fifth race winner, Cavalry Charge, who did just that for Brian Hernandez, paying ten forty, And uh, Richie also came back with the win at uh, Del Mar on closing day Monday with uh, Hey Juan. Paid $6 even. So Richie will be with us today to give us his uh, thoughts on Kentucky Downs. He has a sheet out, and it's available at our website, racedaylasvegas.com, for today. And, uh, of course, we'll be wrapping up Del Mar in a bit with uh, John Lendo and uh, Saratoga as well. But they've been banner meets. Both of those meets have been banner meets, no doubt about it. Um, they broke all sorts of records at both places. We'll give you the results of the Monday Twin Q as well from uh, Station Casinos. And uh, look ahead to today with the menu, etc. So we got some good stuff to do. And you you talk about just how this, this game is going. My goodness, you know, everybody wants to have the biggest day of racing, it seems, certainly across the pond. And so now, you remember Saudi Arabia came up with that big uh, $10 million stakes at uh, the Saudi Cup. Well, the Dubai World Cup program has increased their purses. Dubai World Cup night will feature $30.5 million worth of purses on that night. How about that? Wow. All righty. We'll talk about the uh, meat leaders and what happened at Saratoga and Del Mar. Good stuff. And uh, I got to tell you, I think that ship and win uh, program was a super hit. We'll talk with that with John Lendo. We've got, as I say, Riching jumping aboard with Kentucky Downs today. And, of course, Jerry Jackowitz will be along to give us his thoughts about Saratoga, etc. 
So it is a kickback day, but we're looking for winners out of Kentucky Downs, and we're going to try to get them for you as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show now along with some of the uh, top jockeys going to kentucky downs to grab some of that uh, big bucks that they're handing out at the uh, short kentucky downs meeting you got uh, some of the uh, you know uh, horses uh, that uh, we all know in stakes races also heading on down there like got stormy she's going to aim for more Kentucky Downs success in the uh, turf sprint. God Stormy has uh, had success down there at Kentucky Downs. So it's going to be fun racing while we're waiting for uh, Los Allen. While Los Allen certainly waiting for Belmont Park to start with their championship meeting. Wrapping up Monday, uh, Labor Day at uh, Saratoga, uh, the pick six. It's a mandatory payoff, obviously. So the pick six at Saratoga. Uh, with winners that paid $4 even, $5.30, and $35.40. Okay, those were the prices. Winning numbers were 4, 2, 2, 3, 3, 13. And that lucky 13 in the last race completing the pick six for those winners, not too many of them, the pick six paid $213,528.50 on closing day Monday, Labor Day at uh, Saratoga. Wow. And the hopeful, the $300,000 hopeful for two-year-olds was won by Gunite. Gunite, a son of Gunrunner, uh, rolled through the stretch and pulled away under Ricardo Santana for trainer Steve Asmussen and the Winchell Stables. What a meet they had. Gunite paid twenty five twenty in an upset, outrunning Wit and Kevin's Folly. The hopeful won by Gunite. Steve Asmussen had an absolute dream meet at Saratoga. He wasn't leading trainer, but boy, he won key races and certainly 
achieved the uh, winningest trainer of all time in the history of uh, horse racing in America with his tallies at uh, Saratoga. Wintel Stables. Boy, I'll tell you what, the gun runners and the tappets, I mean, the Wintels they was strong with their uh, stallions, and gun, Gunite does it for them at, in the hopeful. Also on the undercard was the um, Bernard Baroque, and that winner was Tell Your Daddy, John Velasquez, $7.90, outrunning No Word and uh, Imperator. So uh, those were the two stakes races on closing day at Saratoga. And that last race, pick uh, pick five, you talk about the pick six, pay 213000 The pick five, five out of six. So you, you exempt the $4 winner that started out the uh, pick six. That pick five paid 94000 over $94,000. Wow. What a, what a closing day it was at Saratoga. And uh, John Velasquez had three wins on the card on closing day. And, of course, uh, the leading rider, Luis Saez, had one win, but that was enough. That was enough because uh, uh, Saez uh, wound up the leading jockey at Saratoga. He had 62 winners out of 325 mounts. He was in the money 44% of the time. And then the Ortiz brothers, Irad, who finished second with 56 winners, and Jose finished third with 51 winners. But Irad... If you were a show better at Saratoga, Irad Ortiz Jr. batted 54% in the in the money at Saratoga. Wow. What a run that was. All right, so that was closing day Monday at uh, Saratoga. And then, of course, uh, Del Mar had also their closing day. And uh, typically, uh, the leading jockey there and the leading jockey of the meet, uh, Flavian Pratt, got off to a good start. He won two out of the first three races. Kent Sorma won two out of the first four races. So between the two, they had the first four wrapped up. And uh, when the day was done, Flavian Pratt had won three races on the card. Bob Baffert, training star, uh, training star again at Del Mar in the uh, Del Mar Futurity. This guy's got that thing wrapped up, doesn't he? But he didn't win it with the favorite Murray. In the Del Mar Futurity, the winner was Pinehurst going gate to wire. Mike Smith aboard $10 even for Bob Baffert. I don't know. He's won, How many times has he won this race? Gazillions of times, right? Phineas finished second, and American Experiment was third. And as Trevor was saying in the call, Murray was not finding. So Murray finished off the board in the Del Mar Futurity, but uh, Pinehurst was the winner there with Big Bunny Mike Smith aboard. In the Del Mar Juvenile Turf, for two-year-olds on the turf, the winner there was McKinnon, trained by Doug O'Neill. Juan Hernandez, second win of the day, paying 520 as the favorite, outrunning 34 Coupe and Silver Surfer. And um, Baffert also unleashed a nice-looking uh, winner in uh, the uh, allowance race in the seventh race at a mile. Laurel River just went gate to wire in a very impressive performance. That was Flavian Pratt's third win of the day, Laurel River, in the Baffert Barn as well. You'll be hearing more about that horse as well, paying 340 on closing day at Del Mar. The pick six, with all that jackpot and everything, the pick six was really close to the vest. In the pick six races, the highest-priced winner was $10 even. That I'm sorry, the last race winner was $16, and thank goodness for that. Winning prices in the pick six at Del Mar, 320 920 340 $5.20, $10 even, and then the last race winner paid $16 even. 
in one of the closest photo finishes I ever remember, and there was big interest as far as the race day fans were concerned because Jonathan Hardoon gave out Cane Creek Road that went uh, on the lead and just uh, he had about an eight-length lead uh, down the backstretch and was desperate in the photo finish. Got to tell you, I thought he was beat. But he wasn't. In the end, Cane Creek Road held on by the slimmest of margins. Slimmest of margins. Paying $16 even for the win. want to thank Jonathan Hardoon for wrapping us up a winner at Del Mar. That wrapped up the pick six as well. And with the $16 winner, the pick six paid a lot more than it would have if um, that horse didn't finish first in the photo. The pick six paid $561.74. 20 cent bet, we know. <clears throat> but uh, certainly a lot of winners with that big jackpot. They're over $5 million total in the pot. But a lot of people won because a lot of favorites won. And so the pick six, five sixty-one and 74 cents, if you want to be exact. want to thank Rich Ang also at Del Mar. He gave us, as I say, Hey Juan, the winner of the uh, fifth race. And um, also want to mention that uh, on Monday... Uh, Jerry Jackwitz gave us a winner, a winner as well. His winner in the fifth race paid $6.70. He linked it all up, too. Uh, Aban wins the fifth at $6.70. And the link-ups with the Exacta for buck sixteen sixty with the Trifecta for $0.50 cents paid fifty nine eighty seven. So uh, our guys did big on Labor Day, both Rich Ang, Jerry J., and Jonathan Hardoon. Thank you very much, boys as we wrapped up uh, the Labor Day weekend at the big tracks, that's for sure. But i got, I got to tell you, the riding star of the weekend was Joel Rosario down there at Kentucky Downs. Those are big purses, too. They're not only the stakes races, but everything else. They just give away a lot of cash on that short meet. Rosario's taken it down a lot. Five winners. Five. In two days at Kentucky Downs for Joel Rosario. Congratulations, Joel. Doing a great job there, boy. Wow. Good stuff. Uh, also on Labor Day Monday, just for an FYI, uh, because the two-year-olds were in the in the spotlight all weekend, the two-year-old fillies and the two-year-old colts and geldings in the uh, two-year-old fillies at Monmouth Park, the sorority stakes. That was on Monday, won by run-up, paying $31, outrunning Jamarian and uh, Gimmick. And uh, even our man uh, Tommy Massis almost really pulled off a big one. His uh, long shot that he gave out uh, at... Uh, Woodbine in the seventh race on Monday finished second in that race to even a longer shot that won. That second place finish for Tommy Source paid $20.40 to place. So we almost got it done there as well. All right, we're going to go to another break, and then we're going to come back and uh, do a little bit more of a wrap-up on the entire meets at Saratoga and Del Mar. we got Rich Ang going to give us uh, a winner or two at uh, Kentucky Downs today as we uh, roll along on this transition week of racing from uh, California to New York. Yeah, we're, we're going to be uh, doing it. But we're looking forward to the Breeders' Cup. A lot of good stuff out there and a lot of promising new horses that have hit the racetracks as well. We'll be back. Don't go away. 
STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse racing fans, major Southern California thoroughbred racing action returns to Los Alamitos Racecourse for the L.A. County Fair Meet. Opening day is Friday, September 10th with a 1 p.m. first post. Five stakes races highlight the meet led by the $100,000 Los Alamitos Special on September 19th. That weekend will also feature an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, September 18th. Two berths will be up for grabs to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. Horse racing fans, visit us on track as we offer comfortable and spacious seating areas. Watch and wager in the main grandstand or at Burgard Sports Bar. And of course, our beautiful Vessels Club is fully open both indoors and out on our patio and terrace levels. Purchase your admission tickets at the main gate or online at LosAlamitos.com. It's a fun time at the track. And don't forget about our $1 early and late pick fours, plus our traditional $2 pick six. Big time excitement is ahead. The L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos. Opening day is Friday. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day, kind of wrapping up uh, two gigantically successful meetings, both at Saratoga and Del Mar. Uh, and uh, we were, we'll get to that in just a moment. What I want to do is I want to wrap up the Twin Q. They did have one on Monday at uh, Station Casinos. If you remember, when we were on the air on Monday, we said that we didn't have the information. We thought very much that they would have a Twin Q. And it just kind of slipped through the cracks with uh, Station Casinos getting us that information. But they did have a twin queue on Monday at Labor Day for $5,000. And it featured two races at Del Mar, the fifth and sixth races at Del Mar on Monday. All right, uh, those were the twin queue races. Now, the uh, fifth race at Del Mar, the winner paid three twenty. Second place finisher paid $6 even. And in the sixth race, the winner paid nine twenty. Second horse paid four eighty, and as we said, most of the races at Del Mar, except for that last race with a sixteen dollar winner, courtesy of Jonathan Hardoon. Thank you very much again, Jonathan. Uh, was pretty much close to the vest. So, the winning numbers in Monday's Twin Q at Station Cafe- Casinos, featuring the fifth and sixth races at Del Mar, winning numbers three eight and six ten. 
There were nine winning tickets. Each got $555.55. So there you have it. There it is. And, of course, uh, they'll be back with uh, the Twin Qs when uh, when uh, Belmont and uh, San Anita and, and all that good stuff get started. But uh, great racing going on right now at Kentucky Downs. Let's go to uh, John, John Lindo real quick. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Well, you you took a deep breath and everything. I mean, everybody, I'm sure, uh, was uh, partying well into the night Monday night in, at Del Mar uh, after the big, big meet there at Del Mar. What a meet, huh? Yeah, and you know what? And, and congratulations are due to the uh, management staff there at, at, at Del Mar. You know, you have to remember we were coming off a three-day weeks at Santa Anita in mm-hmm. small field sizes in May and June, and uh, you know they ended up getting an average field size for the entire meet of nearly eight and a half horses per race, which I didn't think was possible. We never ever got in danger of, of not filling, a, you know, a fourth day per week. Mm-hmm. So everything was good there. And you mentioned that ship and wind program, and uh, I think they had 181 individual horses ship into California for that meet, and uh, they made uh, well over 230 starts. And uh, you know, you saw what it did to the program. It made it for interesting wagering races for for us, the public, yeah. and and yeah, just good top to bottom and uh, a, a really safe meet. You know, I, I can't compliment David Jerkins in the racing office enough. He's the one that gets on the road and does the legwork and gets these guys to come on out. Uh-huh. And if they have some success, you know, they'll come back out again. So they've already announced that the purse levels for the uh, the fall meet in the, that starts in November will be the same as, as in the summer, which is not the case for the most part. So they're already raising the purses there, and they anticipate the purses for next year's summer meet will even be higher. So... A lot of positive fallout from what happened this summer at Del Mar. And it was a good combination of people finally getting back to the track after the uh, COVID uh, blackout and the people who got used to and understand the convenience of being away from the track but still participating. And I think that combination there, you know, that created the record. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the, when they were stuck at home in 2020, uh, the daily handle was seventeen point three two million, and uh, now uh, they recorded a record average daily wagering at Del Mar this year of eighteen point three eight million a day, and that's uh, pretty darn good. I know that people were anxious to get back out. I think that was part of the equation, but uh, you also with the with the field sizes and and the uh, competitiveness of each of those races making it exciting, where you could really make money. And there were times when we were really they were like uh, big payoffs, and people were making scores, that's for sure. But all in all, I, I think the Del Mar meet was, uh, as a, was a great meet, and I hope they continue that mojo going. Let me ask you this, though. Did they, did they have that concert series again? No, they did not. That's something that they could not put into play. And I like year. that. I like that. I'll tell yeah. you why. Because without that concert series, they could take a look at these numbers and realize that although it's nice to have the kids out there uh, you know, exposed to the racing uh, and, a, and a concert afterwards. It is not needed to create the popularity and the resurgence in horse racing. It was proved with the meet this meet. And, that, and I'll tell you what, I hope they take that into consideration. Well, you know, obviously Del Mar would like to get more people on the track whenever they can. But I'll tell you this, Ralph, even without the concert series, mm-hmm. the fans that were out there, there were a lot of younger people out yeah. there. So, so, so the, you know, the fallout from having the concert series in the past, I think they created some fans that will come out, hey, let's go check out Del Mar. 
you can keep building that, that younger fan base when they can get back to doing that again. And obviously the food and beverage uh, you know, income goes skyrockets when they have the kids come out for those those concert series. But uh, um, overall, you know, we started with having to limit admissions to people having a, a, an assigned seat. A couple of weeks into the meet, that was taken off, and you could actually go up and walk up and buy an admission. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it, it kept the on-track numbers at a reasonable number as far as the fans, as far as going there in person, able to walk the facility and, you know, not get – it wasn't overcrowded. You could get to your seats, no problem. You can get to the wagering windows, no problem. It had a real good vibe to it, and, and there's still enough people where you had that buzz during the races yeah. and the horse makes a move and you hear everybody yelling. So it was great. And you can hear it uh, through the simulcast signal, too. I, I, I do believe they probably put a few more microphones that dropped from the ceiling of, uh, of the grandstand to get that ambience going through the uh, TV uh, as far as the uh, signal, and it did work. And I guess uh, Hironis Racing, what a big meet they had. They won over a million dollars in purses, including... Their horse, uh, Tripoli, who won the uh, Pacific Classic, I guess he was named uh, Horse of the Meat, huh? Yeah, he was. And, yeah, the, the Ronas brothers, uh, Costa, and and uh, his brother, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name, shame on me, uh-huh. um, uh, Pete, Costa and Pete Ronas. You know, they won the uh, Edgeway, won the Rancho Bernardo. They had obviously you mentioned Tripoli. They they were they were good all meet long, but to earn a million dollars with your <laughs> horses during an eight week meet, yeah, they won eight races overall. That that's pretty darn good. That's serious stuff, that's for sure. And of course, glo- uh, going global was top three year old filly. Doctor uh, Cheval was top sprinter. United became uh, was voted top grass horse. Not above the law was the top three year old male. Uh, off the win of the Del Mar Derby. She's, uh, she Dares the Devil was the top older filly or mare. Grace Alder, with that big win in the Del Mar Debutante, was uh, tabbed the top two-year-old filly of the meet. And, of course, uh, Pinehurst winning the uh, Futurity for Bob Baffert's, what, gazillion time winning the, <laughs> win the, winning, uh, the Futurity. He was the top two-year-old. That was his 15th win in the Del Mar fraternity. That That's a pretty, pretty crazy number. And I'll tell you what, that wasn't the best two-year-old he ran closing weekend either. Uh, uh, if you saw that horse on Saturday, in oh. Saturday's 10th race, the, the first time starter Corniche, yeah. a $1.5 million uh, purchase in April, uh, he was he looked like he might be special. He toyed with these maidens and the way he did it and the way he galloped out. Uh, moving forward, if you were asking me which of those Baffert horses is going to do more damage you know, I, I put me in the line of Corniche. I yeah. think he's a, a really good horse. Yeah, and there was uh, there's a lot of exciting things going on with some new faces. For example, uh, you you talked about that two-year-old, and, and of course is uh, Laurel River that just uh, parked, as they say, in the two-turn uh, allowance race earlier in the day. It looks like he can go on. And then, of course, that uh, that the finish that we're still talking about with the flight line uh, the other day. There's some new faces and very talented new faces that are going to be converging now as we move into the end of the year and, of course, uh, the Breeders' Cup considerations. Yeah, you know, flight line, uh, John Sadler trains flight line for the Ronis Brothers, and uh, he's a horse that they did not mention Breeders' Cup for this horse right right after the race. They're talking about the Malibu in December. But obviously, if he comes out of the race in good shape, which I think he did, there could be a spot or two in between. We'll see where they decide to go. Uh, but uh, he ran a, a he had a buyer speed figure of 114, winning that allowance race, coming off the layoff. Uh, he's incredibly fast, and I think he'll run further than six furlongs too. So I don't think that'll be a problem. 
But, uh, yeah, the last part of this last week, we saw a lot of good young yeah. horses. You, you saw Grace Adler win the debutante for, for Bafford. And, wow. Uh, that was seven furlongs, and she's by Curlin. So I don't think she's going to have any problems stretching out. No. And Laurel River will be uh, nominated now to the awesome again against the older horse uh, race at Santa Anita, which is the prep. Uh, for the Breeders' Cup Classic or the Breeders' Cup Miles. So, uh, you know, he's going to step up in Class 2. So we've seen a, a lot of good horses the last week out here, and, it, and it, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you want to watch good horses run, and we got the chance. So, uh, again, hats off to Delmar for putting on a good show. Yes, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, the nuts and bolts everyday type of stuff. Uh, you know, the leaders are the guys that you expected to uh, finally uh, win it. And, of course, uh, Flavian Pratt. Wins the Del Mar Championship, 47 wins, and he had he was away uh, a lot of weekends. Remember, he went to Saratoga quite a few weekends, and Arlington International when uh, the Arlington quote million day, uh, etc. So I mean, uh, nice uh, nice wins by P- Pratt day in and day out. This guy just uh, instinctively put his horses in positions to win races. Uh, Juan Hernandez, uh, surprisingly, uh, finished second, and uh, Abel Cedillo was third in the uh, trainer uh, jockey standings. For the trainer standings, and went to Peter Miller. He had the volume: 143 starters with 26 wins, seven more than Bob Baffert's uh, posted uh, from uh, 63 representatives. But you got to say that Baffert's, uh, uh, you know, his his was quality, and Miller was quantity. Yeah, but they both they both had good meets, and Miller from from start to finish was good and. Like I say, it took Bob Baffert a little while to get going at Del Mar. I don't think his two-year-olds were quite ready at the start of the meet. Mm-hmm. But the second and a half of the meet, he started showing off some of the better horses he has. And, and a lot of his horses kind of needed a race the second time out. They were even better. Uh-huh. So look for these horses to keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, just overall, you, Flavian Pratt is just better than the guys in the jocks room in Southern California. You know, missing three weekends out of eight and, and just, you know, de- destroying the, the jockey's colony anyways – that's that's a pretty good accomplishment, and he's got business lined up from all over the place. He's got a lot of business on the East Coast from Chad Brown and Todd Pletcher. Uh-huh. This guy is, uh, you know, he's ready to take the leap. Uh, the, the whole thing I worry about, I want him to stay in Southern California. I hope he sticks around out here. Yeah, me too. Uh, but, you know, with uh, with the business, uh, when, when you get a top jockey like that, uh, he's going to be out of town uh, for the big weekends at the big tracks, and that's uh, that's probably a given. Uh, even John Velasquez, who has been venturing west from the east, uh, leaving Saratoga on some big days of racing in Southern California, is making his way into the Baffert part. Yeah, you know, uh, he won the Derby for Baffert last year, so that kind of gave him the in, and, and Bob's been using him for a number of different horses. Uh, like you say, he was in this past weekend, and so, yeah, that is not going to be unusual, and, and there have been rumblings that maybe Johnny Velasquez would come out for the winter at Santa Anita this coming winter, so... We'll see if that happens, and I think a lot just depends on, on the book of business uh, Bob Baffert has, and if Bob says, hey, look, I'll make sure you, you know, you'll you'll do well out here if you come out for the winter, it's a pretty good option for a guy like John Velasquez. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, I mean, Florida's got nice weather, but uh, California does too, and and if you can ride for Baffert, that's a pretty, uh, pretty good, uh, uh, you know, dangling carrot out there for uh, California. Uh, John, if you can stay with us, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give everybody the racing menu who we uh, put off until later, and then uh, come back to, to wrap up the show. Still waiting for Rich Ang to join us. Richie said he would, but he, he might uh, might be backed up with something there. But Rich does have the Kentucky Downs 
races available at the RacedayLasVegas.com website right now. And, uh, John, real quick, before I roll through the menu and go to the break, uh, your schedule with the Linda Report now. I will produce the Linda Report tomorrow, Thursday, for Kentucky Downs, and then I'll do opening day at uh, Los Alamitos Friday. And then over the weekend, I'll cover both the closing days at Kentucky Downs Saturday and Sunday, along with the Los Alamitos Saturday, Sunday. Ooh, so you're going to be a busy man. Oh, looking forward to it. I mean, you look at these cars at, at, at uh, Kentucky Downs at these big fields, and, you know, you got to remember, too, 14% takeout on their pick four yeah. and pick fives, every single one. Those are horse player friendly wagers. I've got to at least take a look and try and play. You think we're going to jump into those pools today, John? Oh, only if the gates are open, <laughs> right? <laughs> you better believe it, my man. That's for sure. And listen, if you uh, if you want a shortcut uh, selection, just pick Rosario. It's <laughs> <laughs> ten, ten for nineteen to start the meet in full fields. Uh, you know, difficult wagering, deep contention. He, unbelievable start for Joel Rosario. Yeah, and you know that's not a typical racetrack that they ride on. That they know when to move and all that. That that racetrack is all over the place. So that, that's uh, that's some good good piece of riding. That's for sure. We'll wait and see if he can keep up the mo. And uh, here is the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific. You know that. So uh, if you're listening here in Vegas at Sports Talk 1400, these would be the first post times rolling out in the books. If not, uh, and if you're listening on all our websites and uh, podcasting outlets and, and phone apps, etc., cetera, uh, adjust to the Pacific time zone. Don't want you to miss anything. Of course, like I miss modern death. We begin with Parks Racing. Parks Racing's first post time, 9.55 this morning. Then we go to Finger Lakes. Now, now the only upstate New York racetrack running. Finger Lakes uh, has a first post time of 10:10. After that, you got Delaware Park. Delaware Park will kick in at 10:15. Following Delaware Park, you have uh, Kentucky Downs. Kentucky Downs is going to kick off at 10:20 uh, t- uh, this morning. Kentucky Downs 10:20 this morning for a fantastic card there. Then you got Canterbury Park, first post 2:10. After that, Arizona Downs in Arizona, part of our menu. 2.30, first post at Arizona Downs. And then, of course, we have Penn National. That'll kick in at 3 o'clock this afternoon, followed by uh, Evangeline Downs with the first post time at 3.50. And then we wrap it up with uh, Remington Park, first post time, 5.05 at Remington Park. F- uh, nine tracks today, but uh, i got to tell you, a lot of uh, good action going on at Kentucky Downs. All right, we'll go to our final break, come back, and then uh, we'll get you out the door to play some races uh, anywhere you want to, including Kentucky Downs. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. 
STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, we found Rich Ang, so we're going to get him on to give us a couple of winners off of a $6 and a $10.40 winner on Labor Day Monday. Let's see if we can get, keep the mojo going with uh, Richie. Uh, is this Richie? Yeah, hey, good morning, Ralph. Good morning, hey, guys. Uh, you got a uh, you got a nice uh, you got a you and Joel Rosario started off good at uh, Kentucky Downs. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun meet. It, uh, you know, I, I've been handicapping it for a long, long time, mm-hmm. going back to uh, my Turfway Park days and uh, when it was dueling ground. Dueling so down, I've been yeah. looking at Kentucky. I've been looking at Kentucky Down races for a long, long time. It, it, it's really um, wonderful what they've done to be able to increase the size of the purses. It's absurd to think. Uh, maiden horses are running for $145,000, maiden special weight. That's it's really incredible what they've done. So great racing, and uh, I really enjoy uh, uh, rolling up the sleeves and uh, getting into it. Yeah, and uh, if you remember, you and I, at, at one particular time when we were at uh, Turfway Park, starting the Kentucky uh, Broadcasting uh, Simulcast uh, Network, we actually uh, were invited to uh, do a press conference out that way, and we took a only time I've ever had a, on a private plane. We took a private plane there, got to the press conference, got back in time. So uh, they they are uh, certainly a lot of great racing fans in that part of the country. And now uh, with the simulcasting, everybody enjoys it. That's for sure. All right, uh, Richie, you gave us a couple of winners on Monday, but you know I spent the money, so we need some more. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll be happy to give two more horses on uh, the ten race card today, Ralph. Mm-hmm. The first pick. Let's go to race number four. It's a mile and 70 yards, starter allowance, 25000 but the purse is $100,000. That's mm-hmm. as much as you know a six-figure stakes race anywhere else in the uh-huh. country. Uh, the horse I like is uh, pretty juicy. You'll like, you'll like the price, Ralph. Mm-hmm. Number one, Super Sol, 12 to 1 in the morning line. Here's my angle with uh, Rafael Bay Arano riding for Juan Cano. Uh-huh. This horse, last time out at Ellis Park, was running for an optional climber 50. Just had a really difficult trip. Uh, you can see it in the comment line, but this horse ended up uh, basically finishing back uh, fifth, uh, beating five lanes, but just had a real tough time. Two races back, this horse was uh, just poor, uh, grossly overmatched uh-huh. in the grade two wise den. But the race that I really am looking at is three back at Churchill when this horse won for an optional claimer, 62-5. He runs that race. He wins today. So uh, number one, Super Sol, 12 to 1 is my first pick, Ralph. Mile and 70 yards, of course, on the turf. The one Super Sol at 12 to 1, the first of two picks. That's in the fourth race. Where are we going next? Let us go to uh, race nine, the uh, $400,000 TVG. Uh, this horse is as close to a surest winner as you'll see at a difficult track like Kentucky Downs. Mm-hmm. But I like the eight snappers in Claire, Steve Asmussen with Julian Le Perot riding. This horse has run three times already at Kentucky Downs, two wins in the second. 
the source certainly has been pointing for uh, such a big purse, 400000 I think Snapper Sinclair reads them up, Ralph. Let's go 25 win place, two for the RI, number eight. Snapper Sinclair in race nine at All the right. The ninth, Kentucky Downs. Ninth race at Kentucky Downs, number eight. Now, you got two pieces of a 10-race card at Kentucky Downs. Richie has uh, the rest right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All righty. We're going to go now to uh, Mr. Jerry Jackowitz, who uh, was, uh, gave us a nice winner on closing day at Saratoga. I got to tell you, I mean, you know, we're talking about Del Mar, but look at Saratoga. They they closed they closed their meet with $815 million in handle, up 15.6% higher than the previous record. And, of, yeah. course, uh, of course, the Ortiz brothers couldn't get it done. Luis Saez won his first Saratoga riding title with 64 uh, rate, winning 64 races. Uh, he had uh, 10 three-win days. Irad uh, finished uh, uh, second uh, with, uh, with uh, eight less. And uh, Jose was third with 51. And Rosario, who's tearing up uh, Kentucky Downs, checked in with 43. <laughs> And, uh, of course, uh, you know, Chad Brown wins uh, the uh, trainer standings uh, with uh, 41 wins, fourth title. At yeah, Saratoga. well, what else is new there? Yeah, huh? Right. Well, you know, you probably just named uh, uh, four of the top six or seven jockeys in the country, maybe in the world, for all I know, uh, when you talk about Rosario, the Ortiz brothers, and, of course, Luis Saez. Mm-hmm. But uh, for my money... I know. And I know for, what you're going to say. Go you ahead. can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't love a, a guy who tries harder than Louis Saez. So I'm very pleased for him to win the uh, the jockey. Time. I mean, he puts his horses into races. He rides aggressively. He's flat on his belly, and uh, I think horses like running for him. I think they respond very well. Just like you know, and that, that that's a thing about Joel Rosario as well as the Ortiz brothers, that, uh, you know, when these guys get on their back of the horse, they, they, they feel better about life, and they run harder. Mm-hmm. That's the way it always is. Or maybe they're more scared that they run harder. But they <laughs> Well, I do know one thing. You've got to include Flavian Pratt in that conversation. Oh, absolutely. Well, he's, I think of him as the best of all the jockeys in the country right now. In fact, in really? the world. I like him better than – and a little bit of it goes to his innate ability – to uh, which we saw, with, which I saw with Jerry Bailey all the time, to get fantastic position going two turns on the turf. Yeah. But you know, once you're on the main track, uh, going one turn, to me they're all about the same mm-hmm. in terms of what they're going to. You know, if they've got the best horse, they'll win ninety-seven or eight percent of the time. They're not going to make a mistake right. for you. Right. Now, so. John. John, you. Um took a look at Saratoga a lot more this year than you have in the past, too. It's, 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 it was good racing there as well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think there were a few days where there wasn't a whole lot of passing. And if you take your notes, maybe you can come some, play some horses at Belmont to head against the bias trips. And, uh, you know, you're, you're always looking to try and take uh, the work you did from the previous meet and apply it to the next one. So I think there are going to be days there if you, if you did your homework where things are going to come up and maybe we can find some value there, too, moving forward. Oh, I like the way that sounds. And, of course, oh, yeah. you, between, yeah. between you and Jerry covering and doing that uh, work, we ought to be benefactors here on the race day show, that's for sure. Uh, before... uh, years ago, if I could just really interject, years ago, one of the best angles we used to have at Belmont because um, the Saratoga meet years ago was always inside speed favoring. Mm-hmm. It was just 100% of the time. Right. And... Um, 
Well, all we did was look for horses who raced, you know, like, uh, you know, raced pretty well about halfway or three quarters through the race, but were off the rail and were on the outside trying to press the pace. Those were the horses <laughs> that just did great at Belmont. Right. So. Real quick, uh, Jerry, you're uh, now what, <clears throat> what do you got to go on with the power page? You got 10 seconds. Okay. Los Alamitos will start on Friday. Okay, and, of course, you kick in with Belmont when they resume Correct. one week from tomorrow. Boy, are they getting a, a nice break there, that's for sure. John, I want to thank you so much for spending the uh, the whole hour with us, really, uh, and chewing the fat about this great sport on a day when you're supposed to be taking it off. And, of course, uh, Jerry, your last couple of comments as well. And so, gentlemen, uh, with Kentucky Downs running, I'm going to go out and play some of those. We'll be back tomorrow, but uh, you can say it together. The final saying. Have a great race day. Great race day.